When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. All right, welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast. My name is Chris Plank, and the Women's College World Series is here. Coming up, you'll hear from Sooner softball hitting coach JT Gasso. Reagan Rogers was in the spotlight this week. And stick around, got a little Easter egg for you at the end of this broadcast. We put together a scene setter for softball, and I can't wait for you to hear it. By the way, news breaks that a program record six members of the Sooner softball team were named All-American. How about that? Seniors Kaylee Clifton and Sidney Romero, along with G. Juarez, were all first-team honorees. Fale of you. Oh, so happy for Fale Palima. Fale of you, second team along with Jocelyn Allo, and third team for Grace Green. It is the second career accolade for Clifton, Romero, Juarez, and Allo, and the first for Fale of you and Grace Green. So just exciting stuff on basically the day in which the College World Series gets underway with the six All-American honorees for the Oklahoma Sooners. We'll be on the air at 8.15 tonight to get you ready for an 8.30 first pitch. It's Oklahoma and Alabama cannot wait. And let's start this podcast with the man, JT Gasso, the Sooner hitting coach. His offense back on track, hitting five home runs in the Saturday clincher against Northwestern. And obviously, he's ready for tonight. Hey, man, congratulations. Can you kind of take us through the emotions and the feeling of, of getting back to the promised land and how good it feels? 
Yeah, well, I appreciate that. I know, uh, you know, it's been a, um, it's been a really fun season. So I think when, when you get the opportunity to go, you know, finish your season as one of the eight best teams in the country, it's, it's always exciting. So, um, I, I know for us, we just have some unfinished business. So as, as awesome as it is, um, you know, we're, we're ready to play. So, um, I, I mean, it's, been a great ride and it's going to be fun to uh play this weekend Uh, jt real quick before we look ahead i want to look back Uh, obviously the the numbers weren't where you always want them to start things but we had the explosion on saturday with that in mind as you were looking at tape as you were evaluating at bats were you seeing the kind of at-bats through the games against Wisconsin and then obviously game one against Northwestern? Were we having good at-bats and it was good pitching? What did you kind of dissect and what did you kind of take from those? Uh, and it's so unfair because they won two of the three games, but uh, those three games where the offense maybe wasn't clicking where it typically does. Uh, I, I think what, what we ended up seeing was um, from Wisconsin was their pitcher was executing some really difficult pitches to square up gotcha um her ball had you know some some down movement to it they're throwing um blown away and now that's i know those are pitches that we know how to hit but she the the rate that she was executing those pitches was just phenomenal you just don't see that even from the uh the top level pitchers just consistently just boom 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 she was doing it over and over and over again and i think that's why you saw um uh, I think it was men's who threw the who threw both games. Yeah, it was. And, it was. Yeah, and uh, so I think our at bats in game one, we or uh, sorry, um, excuse me, game two, the the first regional final game, we you probably didn't see what what we normally do, but I thought we adjusted very well the uh, second game, and you saw more balls in play. You saw better swings, and I think we got after it better that um, that second game. I thought Coach brought up a great point too, and you know, I obviously I'm I'm a homer. I'm your biggest fan because I'm I'm there every step of the way, and I get really mad when when people don't realize that you just can't put up eight runs on every single team. JT, <laughs> look Ooh. across the scores in super regional, it's hard. But I mean, Danielle Williams is a finalist for the freshman of the year. You know, as you mentioned, men's was fantastic. Look across the country. This is this is a really challenging time in the season to be a hitter because there's so much tape out there. You've been over scouted, and I mean, pitchers know how to attack you. So this is it's it's a hard time of year, and everyone's up on their toes on both sides, right? Yeah, and I mean to to that point, I know for us, we we're we're preparing um, on the on the same aspect of we know how pitchers are going to attack us, and we have a certain way that we're going to attack pitchers so um i mean it's it's on both ends the the amount of film and just scouting services that are out there nowadays is just i mean there's there's nowhere to hide and so you we just got to be smart and uh and just attack how we want to and and just come in as prepared as as we can jt gasso is hanging out with us um is there a 
a, a tweak or a change that you guys make in the schedule? I mean, I, I, JT, this is your fourth year as the hitting coach. This is the, the fourth year that you're going to the Women's College World Series. It's obviously nothing new to Coach Gasso either, but is there any tweak that you guys have made in the in the week of preparation or in anything that you're doing differently that maybe you haven't done in years past? Uh, Schedule looked no. the same to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm trying. I'm just trying to think. Um, you know, the the one the schedule wise hasn't really changed, but I think the the thing that we've emphasized more than anything, just over the course of the year, is the recovery aspect. And with our strength coach and our trainer, just the amount that, that all of us kind of working together to schedule that in and make it a priority, and making sure they're eating the right foods. That that has to me has been a big big difference in our performance because it's. I think from the performance side, everyone at this at this stage is your swing, your throw, your the way you feel, the way you pitch. That's that's all set in stone. But it's it's more so how often can you um, repeat those movements, repeat those actions, and that has to do with your recovery. How well can you bounce back to consistently have the same level of performance that you've had all year? And I know we talked about Sam Carter last time, but it's it's Sam Martin. Or thank you. Martin? Yeah, thanks for making. Thanks for bringing up. I screwed up and called him Sam Martin like twice on a podcast, and then realized it thirty minutes later in the podcast. That shows you how old I am now, JT. I'm remembering things hours after I say them. Uh, but no, his his commitment to uh, really digging deep and kind of finding different ways for recovery. I I just, in my opinion. I was never a great athlete. You played college baseball. It's a different world with the way we treat recovery. Teddy Lehman has always joked about, you know, our our idea of a meal to bounce back after a game was was a bag of burgers from Brahms. I mean, it's it's one of the more gigantic leaps I think we've seen in just the way that we we deal with with student athletes in recovery. Yeah, and um, you know what's crazy is I don't think the eighteen like I, I don't think like the freshman sophomores of college age kids um, like you feel that as much you know because I think that their bodies they're they're still growing they're still developing and whatnot but I think that they're they can bounce back without it you know but I think um, with what we're doing you can guarantee that it's going to happen right there's, right there's like you, you don't leave it up to chance whereas like you, you think of like the professional athletes and I think the older, obviously, the older you get, you know, the more recovery. Like, like for me, when I when I was playing, and just same thing, I guess what Teddy was was saying is when you're pl- when you're young, you just you don't realize it. you just you just do it. You can eat a bag of burgers from Brahms. You could go to a cafeteria. You could go to McDonald's. You know, whatever. But now, if I like, you know, walk more than a mile, I'm gonna feel it in my low back. <laughs> you, know, I, you know, it's just a totally different level of. Uh, of, uh, of how your body is. So, um, I mean, I guess long story short is these, we're, we're guaranteeing that these athletes are going to come back, um, strong. Boy, I, I hate to think about things as being the last, but what a last at bat for Sid Romero in a Sooner uniform at Marita Hines field. She sets the all time school record for doubles in a career. And JT, I was just, I was thinking about her at bats all weekend long. I mean, she, I just thought she battled. I thought she was fantastic. But, again, that's the Sid Romero we've known for four years, isn't it? Yeah, and what's been really cool to see is she's gotten better every year. 
in my opinion, just her knowledge of hitting, her the way she attacks, uh, her mindset. She's gotten better every single year. Um, and I think just her realizing to every year that she just wants to get better. I need to get better. I need to get better. I need to get better. And um, it, it's you're just seeing a you know a long a long line of athletes from her family just just go out and play and there she's competitive she gets after it and you know the one thing about Sid that's pretty awesome is she would trade in every individual award she had to guarantee team awards and so I think that's the kind of selfless player that that she is and I mean not just her you have player all our players are like that so um, it was it was cool for her to have that, but I know it was even cooler for her to celebrate that super regional with her super regional win with uh, her teammates. You know, it's it's interesting because I and two more quick ones, and I'll let you go. I have a front row seat whenever you're in that visitors dugout, JT, because we're the they set us up for the super regionals, and you're in that visitors dugout. Uh, or pardon me, pardon me. When, yeah, yeah. When you're in the visitors dugout, I, I can get a, a good little angle of you, and I. I don't know how you do it sometimes, but I maybe need to find the whatever chill juice that you drank or whatever it is because on some of those calls where I know you're angry, you're able to just kind of compartmentalize it and not not get too mad, leave that up to coach. But I think on the missed tag on the squeeze bunt is about as close as I've ever seen you to getting mad in my life. So maybe just a general thought. You're right there in the entrance to the dugout. You're talking to all of your hitters. How – how pigeonhole focused are you on that at bat, making sure everyone knows so you don't allow the strike zone or a call to get to you at all? Well, yeah, I think I think that's that's one thing that I feel if if I bring anything, um, you know, it's just the the players are gonna they they're watching and even right. if they're you know they're they're seeing how we're reacting to stuff and you know if we're just out of the normal and we're just going just crazy, <laughs> um, it's just. It just gives a weird vibe, and it's you might see other teams do that. But oh yeah, I know for us, um, we I think the most animated I think I've ever seen coach on a play was against Wisconsin, uh, where she had her hands over her head. Uh, I, I the foul ball, the, the, the foul ball off the bag, no, right? No, that's yeah. right. Oh my gosh, yeah, that was ridiculous. But um, but yeah, I I think. Just for us, we we like to stay focused on the task at hand. And within our sport, there's no – you don't have replay. The, they just added the fourth umpire. So I think we're doing the, the things that we can to make sure that the game is called right. But at the end of the day, you can't let that stuff affect the rest of the performance because, I mean, that's just one run. That, that, could, that could mean the, the rest of the game. But for us, we don't allow that to define – the game we we have to plug away and and go for it so um so yeah we i just for me myself i don't let i don't let my emotions um affect the people around me it's awesome and then a final thought bama second time now in four years that we open up the women's college world series with bama they've got a freshman pitcher who's had a nice season jt i know you're you're diving in and you're all in on film study what have you seen from the crimson tide and what lessons did we learn from their super regional against texas well, I think they're, they have a true pitching staff. Um, so they're – the girl who's had the most innings, Montana Fouts, their freshman, uh, I mean, she's, she's phenomenal. But they also have 
uh, their other transfer pitcher, uh, Sarah Cornell. I mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure her name is. She was the SEC pitcher of the year, if I'm not mistaken, and I know she's really good. So um, they have a lot. They they all bring different things. I know they all throw some. They all throw some heat. So uh, from watching them in super regionals, they they compete. Um, and I know Texas. In that environment, it's really hard to to really play your game. And I thought Texas did a really good job of playing their game. So um, Alabama comes out to fight every year, and their coaching staff pre- prepares them to do that. So uh, that's just one thing that we're going to do, you know, on in the box is compete. And I mean, you want to do that every game, but we're we're gonna we're gonna bring it for sure. Good stuff from JT. That offense needs to be clicking tonight against. Alabama in round one, and hopefully through the rest of the NCAA tournament. Reagan Rogers has had a nice season for the Oklahoma Sooners, and she joined us on Sooner Sports Spotlight, sitting down with Jessica Cootie to get ready for game number one. Yeah, so, you know, I want to start with getting back to Oklahoma City. A lot of people talked about how you see other teams make it, you the dog piles, the big celebrations, but for you guys, it's an expectation now to get back to Oklahoma City. How much is that kind of played into a role of you guys having so much success is that these are the expectations we set for ourselves. I think for us, since we expect it, we just play at that level all the time and we try and really focus on what it takes to get there and just living each moment, pitch by pitch, game by game. And so for us, you know, we only dogpile in one place and that's in Oklahoma City. So we're really excited to go back, but it's like home to us. Yeah, that's awesome. What is it like this year? I mean, you've been now every single year, but knowing that this is your last, like a lot of teams don't know going into it if they'll go back or not, but now you know for sure this is your last time going to Oklahoma City. Um, it's definitely crazy. You know, it's bittersweet for the seniors, but there's no other way that we would rather go out than going out in Oklahoma City, and, you know, we're on a mission. As we uh, take a look at the bracket right there, pretty cool to see Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. How big is that for this conference, the Big 12, to have two representatives in this field. It's really big. It definitely just shows a testament to how much stronger our conference was this year. And, you know, we were glad to see Oklahoma State do well, and it definitely helps people respect the Big 12 a little bit more. So one thing, another thing that people always want to know about every year is uh, when you guys take down that wall panel. It's become a tradition here. Can you kind of take us through, come in, you just know that's what you do, and, and how you kind of get to know that that's the tradition? Um, so freshman year, you know, we walked through the line and the seniors were at the front of the line and they kind of just took off and we were like, whoa, what are they doing? And, you know, we kind of realized where they were headed because that's the wall panels we touch before we start every practice, just knowing that's where we want to go out to. Um, so then you just expect it. But this year we actually let our freshmen in on it. Like, okay, when we win today's game, like we're going to go take this panel off the wall, just sprint out there. That's awesome. So championship mindset, that's what you guys try to approach uh, every season with. What is a championship mindset and why do you guys embrace it so much? I think a championship mindset is just doing the little things and instead of making them little things, they're big things because it's really important, you know, taking every pitch, pitch by pitch, but just being aggressive and staying locked in no matter what's going on. Um, And, you know, we've really just embraced it and it's what we've lived by since I've been here and it's got us to where we are. Yeah, so you talk about going back to Oklahoma City. Can you break down just for people that don't know and aren't aware, I mean, people will sit in the stands, but when you when you take the field, you talk about it being your home away from home, what's the atmosphere like and, and how what's the comfort level for this team to play there? 
Um, you know, for us, it's just a short trip up the road, and it's always full of Oklahoma fans, whether we're the game that's playing or not. You always see a lot of crimson out in the crowd, but just taking the field, it's like a home game magnified times 10 because <laughs> there's so many fans, and you walk in, and it just erupts with cheer, and it's just a really exciting atmosphere, and we're ready to get back. So you guys have done it twice now. It fell up, came up just short a year ago. What's the key to, to going a long run in Oklahoma City? I think, you know, you have to have the ball fall your way a little bit. It's definitely um, it's definitely a little bit about luck, but, you know, we're prepared and we've played all year to get back to Oklahoma City to, you know, go out a different way. So we're excited to get back and just really lock in and stay focused every pitch. So Oklahoma kid, you've been able to wear this uniform for four years. And, you know, when you talk to those kids that are from this state, they always talk about, it's different because, you know, you grew up watching this program. So can you just, I guess, talk a little bit about what it's meant to you the last four years to get to wear Oklahoma across your chest? You know, I grew up an Oklahoma fan. We've had season tickets to football games and everything since I was probably five years old. So just coming in and, you know, knowing that you're representing your home state and your family is close by. And it's just really special to know you know, you grew up watching these players, and now kids that are just like you were, they're now looking up to you the way we looked up to the players before. So it's just special to be so close to home and, you know, being an Oklahoma kid playing in Oklahoma. Final question for you. How does Patty Gasso kind of set you up for life, not just on the field but off of it? She definitely takes a, you know, um, she talks about us transforming from girls to women. And so instead of just worrying about what we're doing on the field and our stats and how we're performing, it's about preparing us for life outside. And she tries to get us out of our comfort zone, out of our bubble, she calls it, and put us in situations where we might be uncomfortable, but she wants us to get comfortable being uncomfortable because that's real life and you never know what life's going to throw at you. So she just wants us to be prepared for anything. Reagan Rogers from the Spotlight. Great stuff with her and Jessica Cootie. Well, now our countdown is to first pitch. 8.30 tonight is the projected start time. Regardless, we'll be on the air at 8.15 p.m. on both the franchise 107.7 FM and AM 1560. You can find the streaming link right now on our Twitter feed at OU on the air. That'll do it for this edition of the Sooner Sports Podcast. We leave you with something we've never done before for Sooner softball, the scene setter. Have a great weekend, and Boomer Sooner, everybody. It's time. The Women's College World Series. Time to chase another national title. The joy has always been in the journey, and this journey has given more than anyone could ever imagine. Learning and growing from every bit of adversity while celebrating and cherishing every championship. Eight is great! Eight straight Big 12 titles for the Oklahoma Sooners! The hard work and practice every day to develop and maintain a championship mindset. We thrive off the energy and passion of this fan base, and we are ready to complete some unfinished business. A walk-off, three-run, home run, and Shay Knighton says, we'll see you tomorrow night!
Tonight, our journey begins its final leg, and this is the only place we'd want it to end. We have embodied the power of three, and tonight, we're ready to shoot our arrow. The championship trophy is being hoisted right now in a mob of Sooner humanity, and they all hold their hands up. I'm ready to shoot my arrow. 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 We are ready to shoot our arrows. Are you? Can the Sooners claim a fifth title and lay claim to one of the greatest seasons in college softball history? We're about to find out. Frozen. Cold strike three on the outside corner. Sit down. Live ball to left. Hollingsworth will watch it fly and you can unhitch the wagon. Put the ponies in the bar. A walk-off jack for Grace Green. That ball is so gone. Get out of here. It leaves the facility. Balls hit pretty deep to left field at the track at the wall. It is gone. Oh, baby, what a shot from Sid Romero. An old downer to left field. Live from Oklahoma City, the capital of the college softball world. It's Oklahoma in Alabama. The Women's College World Series starts right now. This is Sooner Softball. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. 